0: This podcast is brought to you by Continuum, proud sponsors of Wessex Wanderers.
1: Good evening, listeners. Uh, welcome to the Wessex Wanderers podcast. Um, I'm Tom Trimble and I'm joined by, well, he's not a captain. Uh, he's not a manager, but he thinks he is, so it's Uh, it's <laughs> uh
0: Evening, Feds. You all right, mate? I'm not too bad, thank you very much. Yourself?
1: Yeah, all good, mate. All good. Um we we've been speaking about this one for a while, haven't we, to be fair? Mm. Um it's been uh it's been in the been in the works, but um but you're still you're still kind of a new player, really. That's your first season at the club, isn't it? So um I, I just want to really ask, like how how did it come about joining Wessex? What what got you here and and, and yeah?
0: Yeah, so um <clears throat> joined Wessex pre season uh this like this season to be fair. So it's only really been four or five months um kanks is the short answer um i've known kanks outside of football for you know probably close to 10 years now we've always played football um sort of like growing up um especially like five a side and so at the time i was playing for fish i think um just come off the back of covid season where the season got cancelled um had a massive injury as well popped my abductor uh which meant i was written off for the whole season so when the season did start again um I'd kind of fallen out of favour um, and I just wanted more sort of like game time, really. So Kanks was like, well, look, we've got three teams. Why don't you come and join us? Um, and I spent too long on um and, and iron. We, we then kind of went into a Christmas break. And it was this time last year, actually, that we actually played uh, West um, Reserves. And so we turn up at your ground. I say your ground, our ground right now. <laughs> um, and I think we got hammered something crazy, like 7-1, maybe 7-0, it was ridiculous. I don't think I don't think I've been like annihilated so badly before. It was it was everything just clicked, like the passing, the movement, the speed of play. And I walked off that pitch thinking to myself, like, holy shit. Like like we it it, it was just something completely different that I was used to. And Kanks approached me after the game and he was like, Look, keep your head up, come along to our training, you know, we'll see if we can get you um, embedded into the team and I remember thinking no way do I make that team <laughs> like, like the quality <laughs> and the standard I thought was just ridiculous um but the intention was to join um but it just happened that I ended up getting my place back uh with Fishbone, so I managed to see out the season and then yeah came along to pre-season I think i I think Kanks messaged you Tom right yeah and they did you they did. yeah you so so you got in touch with me then got in touch with Hooper Hooper texted me on Friday night saying, look, we've got a game. um, If you're able to come along, you know, we'll try and get you some minutes. I turned up and he said, you're starting. And yeah, the rest is history.
1: Yeah, I, I actually, if I remember right, I actually think I played in that game against you. I, and I'm pretty sure I remember you absolutely fuming. <laughs> the game because, because you had like, I want to say you kind of had like the bare 11 or like you had one sub as well um and I just I just say I just remember like we were going like I think it was like three now after like 10-15 minutes I think Trutch said at half time it's you know Trutch total football sort of thing do you know what I mean like it was uh it was exactly what, what what obviously we wanted to do but it just didn't feel like you were on the same page as everyone else like
0: I think I think what we really struggled with was just the movement it was like having played with you guys now and seen how you play, it makes complete sense. But at times there was five people running at us, but it was never in a straight line. It was diagonals. And we were just like, who do we pick up? You know, we had the left winger coming in. We had the, like you, like you your number 10 going out wide and it was just crisscrosses. And our defense was just like, we are so lost. We are out of our depth.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it led you, it led you to here, didn't it? So, uh it obviously you just said you play for for Fishponds but what what other teams in your how many years how many years at adult level for you 15 something
0: like that maybe um something like that yeah probably i think like maybe like 12 or 13 um, yeah. i like i actually got into football really late i actually used to play cricket when i was um cricket much, yeah wow. i used to be, yeah so i so i used to play cricket and i used to be i used to be like a fast bowler i used to open up and i played cricket up until 1920 um and I used to play 5 aside on the side just for a bit of fun, really, and a bit of fitness. And one of my friends was playing for uh, Real St. George at the time, and they were short players, and they were like, look, why don't you come along and, um, you know, just have a couple of games. And that's where I kind of got into playing 11 aside properly. But whereas you guys might have had sort of like football training when you were 9 or 10 or, you know, youth football, never yeah. had any of that.
1: That's never
0: really had cool. anyone... Yeah teach me where to be defensively or how to shoot or how to pass it's everything think, oh, just...
1: So it's just like it's all you yeah it's all you yeah
0: which which to be fair I don't think my technique is is great which which probably shows now but <laughs> everything has just been from yeah just watching football or just you know learning on the job I guess
1: that's mental so so really for you is 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 real St George and and Fish... yep.
0: Uh yeah, yeah, so I think Real St. George, I went to Cosmos for a few seasons. Um Fish Ponds and uh DRG French. Okay,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all quite Cos Cosmos have a quite a good reputation actually, I think. They um
0: I think they did. I think there was a massive um hoo-ha in the back room. So they used to have two or three teams as well, and I think there was a massive falling out between the board members and they ended up kind of just stripping down just to the one team. Uh, their third team became Eastall Rangers. Um, they're still going, the second, they are still going, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. And I don't know what happened to the second team, but they kind of just split out and became um into like different teams.
1: Wow, that's interesting to me because they're where are they? they're like Fries based not they? I think, or something like that, but, yeah, something like that. Um, but yeah, cool. How, how do you? Well, this is the big one then, and I know you've mentioned a few already, but but how does Wessex compare? It doesn't have to all be good, but, <laughs> but how does it? You know, how does it compare? Like, what's the what's you know the players like the? Because you know one of the things we we base ourselves off at Wessex, and you probably noticed now is, is we are one big family, one big club, aren't we? Like, you know, we're not we're not split teams within the club. It's it's very open, really.
0: Yeah, I think the first thing that stood out to me turning up at that pre-season game. Um, was how welcoming everybody was. Like I think I've joined teams before, and it takes at least three or four weeks for people to kind of have a conversation with you. Acknowledge you, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just acknowledge you, warm up <laughs> with you. You know, just, just, just find out a little bit about yourself. But I think when I turned up to that preseason game, um, everyone started chatting to me as if I've been there for for years. And I walked away from that game thinking that was weird. <laughs> In a, in a, in a good way because I don't think I've ever been treated um, so so warmly before. Like as I said, everyone was nice, everyone was friendly. Uh, the warm ups. Um, what
1: was lit? Was remember... lit there that day?
0: I don't think so.
1: Wow, because that, that's usually the the. the... That's the icebreaker. If you meet Lin on your first time, you ain't, you ain't ever leaving. That's, that's like
0: yeah, that. Yeah, no, I can't recall meeting Lin, but this is probably just more around the players that I played that
1: yeah.
0: first game with. Everyone just, you know, got on with me, you know, spoke to me. And I think, because I, I was playing centre-back, I've got no idea who I was playing with. um, But again, I, I was like leading that line and just trying to tell people what to do and no one had an issue with it. Everyone just responded positively. And I thought, oh, like right, that's good like no one had a chip on their shoulder um and I, I see that now you know turning up to training turning up speaking to you guys and and the coaching staff and everyone is just always happy to have a conversation always happy to um
1: do a to listen
0: to yeah yeah do a
1: <laughs> podcast like <play> each other <laughs> yeah no that's good um anything I'll probably go into a bit more detail in a bit, but anything where other other teams that you've played for have, have been better in a certain aspect or or benefited honestly you. Honestly
0: speaking, I don't think so. I think if I had known what the setup was like at Wessex, I honestly do think that I would have joined about five years ago. God, need, um, need I, to, we I need don't. We got a clip. <laughs> <got> clip, <laughs> <got> clip <laughs> <that>. Get <Forget> it? <laughs> yeah. Just just like I say as your intro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, honestly, like, I don't think... I've I've seen a better run club. Um, I've, just the, the values and the foundations that you have at the top filter down right to the bottom. It's nice that all three teams play a very similar way. You know, it's not like first team like to pass a move and the Colts just hoof it long. No, everyone wants to play football. Everyone is singing off the same um, hymn sheet. And I think, again, just the best of all is how... Friendly and nice, everyone is, and everyone has a lot of banter, and I've got so much time for that.
1: Yeah, and I, I think that's we've always we've always been under the impression that that's, that's sometimes our downfall is kind of being too nice. Like when we step on the pitch, sometimes you think, why are we not more aggressive? You know, you see the opposition you're coming up against, and you think we got to match that. But I, I think yeah. we are I think we are slowly doing that. Like I've seen I've seen games this year where I thought. I don't know if you played in the game, but I think the oh,
0: court, the Colts played Port of Bristol. No, uh, I wasn't around for that game, but I I remember he, like hearing about it, and that hey, would have been like like my type of game.
1: Oh, mate! Well, yeah, hundred percent would have been your type, but like just the players that like, you just wouldn't expect to be putting in those heavy challenges were just matching it. Sam Holland, for example, like yeah, he was just he was everywhere. Do you know what I mean? And you're thinking, geez, like. He's he's missed a nice guy, do you know what I mean? Done done yeah.
0: do like that,
1: and so I think we're slowly getting better with that side of it. But no, I I fully agree with. Uh, I,
0: fully I think agree. that's the um one of the key things though with with the league that we're in is if you're too friendly, you'll get a train run on you. I think I think you've got to have almost that little bit of grit about you, um, because there are players here, and again, it's it's. I think we played. Who do we play on the weekend? Um. Cutters, and you know they're not really the best footballing side, but they will leave a foot in they will tackle hard, and oh, if yeah. you don't tackle just as hard back um you know the game can quickly switch on its head,
1: yeah, no, I agree, I agree um well, we'll go on to the next one with your with your footballing qualities. What do you think you bring to like the teams? Obviously, I know you've been playing mainly for the for the Colts and the and sort of the reserves at times this year. But what what's your yeah with your experience that you bring? What's like the qualities you you think you bring to the to the teams?
0: I mean, I'm not sure if qualities is the right <laughs> terminology to use. I yeah. mean, if you ask like everyone else, they'll they'll, they'll probably use a different word. Um, <laughs> you no, know it is. I, I think, I think my I think with my experience. Um, Communication is 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 always gonna be at the forefront of everything. Yeah. Um I think communication is that one thing that I've always heard from the first day I played football to now. You know, you need good communication on the pitch, whether that's the strikers or the back line, um, you know, just simple things, shouting man on and letting people know they've got time. If your communication is great, I think the team, generally speaking, will you know be a lot calmer in possession um, and that's what i've always tried like like try to be just that loud mouth at the back um, some people probably think i'm a little bit too loud and need to focus on my own game a little bit more um, which is fair enough you know there are arguments for for both sides but i've always just loved almost a um, you know when you go to watch a football match and the environment's just hostile right and i just think that if you can almost bring the noise and just keep the energy levels up, you've almost got that twelfth man. Um, yeah. Whereas if you just you know go silent and no one's really calling, you know, like for challenges or calling to win the headers, and it goes a bit quieter, it, it can quickly swing against you.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I fully agree with that, and I think it's it's happened all season. To be fair, even in the even in the first team, like there's been lapses of communication. And and it, it it genuinely can cost you. Um, so it don't, it don't really matter what level of football you play in. Like if you're, I know I know the argument at Premier League levels, you can't hear each other on the pitch because of the everyone around you. But I think definitely you know grassroots and even even up to like tool station and stuff is going to be. Yeah, uh, the communication has to be key. But I think another one for you is you know, and you can expand on it a bit more. But you you, you like to lead the bat line, don't you? I know the communication yeah. comes with that, but sort of like the leader in that in that back four and the team, really.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I guess you summed it up for me, to, <laughs> Latin, yeah. to be fair. I think, uh, I, you know, like growing up, it's um, I've just always had a lot of people just rely on me. So I've just always had to sort of set that example. Um, and I've just been very fortunate where whatever team I've always played in, I've always... Um, been told to lead that line. Um, so commanding, you know, that back fall, calling calling do we go up and down. Um, it's probably had its moments for Wessex. I'm still trying to strike a balance. Um, I don't think I've seen so many quality centre-backs for a team before. Uh, you know, taking the first team out of the equation because I've never really um, been involved with, with those guys. But we look at the reserves and we've got, you know, Steph, we've got Toby. Um, we've got Sam who's just recently joined the club now. Um, and then we look at the Colts and we've got Caleb, we've got Joe, we've got Kareem. Um, and I look at Steph and I look at Caleb and they are my title players, you know, big, strong, loud at the back. Um, but when you've got two people that yeah. <laughs> that, that do the same job and that want to lead that back line, you know, it it's for me, it's it's been trying to um find that balance because ultimately Steph is an, is an incredible player and obviously captain for the reserves I and mean, Caleb is equally the same for the Colts. Um, so I have very much just had to, I guess, try and adapt my style of play and just be yeah, a little yeah. bit more passive um, alongside them, which I still think has somewhat, you know, impacted my consistency a little bit. Um, but that's one for me, you know, to put on the pad and just to um, adapt a little bit more and continue it's to There's
1: something, something new in it for you, really. But yeah, yeah. Go
0: on, you go. Oh, I was just—I was just going to say that I'm a big believer that every season that you play in football, you know, there's always going to be something that you learn. There's always going to be something that you have to tweak because you're never going to be as quick as what you are at the age of 21, as opposed to 35, right? Uh, say so that. you, say that. <laughs> so you have to, um, you know, so so the way you play has to change. Uh, you know, going back 12 years ago, I like I used to be a left winger. Um and now I'm playing oh, at give, back. Give off, mate. Give- <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. So when I first started playing for Real I'm C- um, St. George, I used to play at left wing and cutting inside. Every year got a little bit slower, got a little bit heavier, and I decided that I used to love tackling more than I used to love scoring. Not that I used to ever score goals, too fair. <laughs> <laughs> and um so now I just find myself playing at centre back, which I I just love.
1: Yeah. No, that's good. I was gonna I, it was a quick um well, before we go on to the next question, actually, it's like the comparison I use is is like, you know, like when you're naming like the best centre-back partnership in the league, you never, if you look at like, so the best example I can give is Te- like Terry and Vidic, yeah? yeah? I don't I don't think they'd work together, ever. I Just, agree. Like th- there's they're two of the best centre-backs in the last couple of, you know, the last two decades. But if you put them in the same team, they wouldn't work. And then, if you were to put their two partners together, they probably wouldn't work. It's just you have to find the the, the consistency where you know that the leader works off as someone who just basically does all the the, the covering and, and other things, really um, loud and quiet sort of thing.
0: Yeah, and I, again, I think you see that now with Varan and uh, Martinez, right? You've got you've got that tenacious aggressor in a uh, Martinez. Um, and then you've got Varane, who's just calm and just, you know, plays his silky football. Yeah. Um, I very much love being that little dog, to be fair, just going in and getting involved. And, you know, like, as I said, I love a good tackle. Um, and I don't think you'll ever see me back out of a, well, I say 50-50, you won't even see me back up of a 70-30. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, I grew up watching 90s football, right? So I grew up with... Patrick Vieira and Joaquin different generation
1: and... now, mate. Different
0: generation,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, cool. Um right, just a quick question, actually. It came to mind as you were talking, but since since you know your debut season at in Wessex, what's your what's been your best game? Like in general, but then also like result wise as well. So like I know obviously you've got the clean sheet just on the weekend there, like a good three nil win, which is a centre back's dream. Yeah. Is there been a game so far we've gone, yeah, like that's Maybe. that's been that's been our, a good one for us?
0: Uh, yeah, so I think individually, I think my best game for Wessex has probably been for it was a cup game, um, Colts versus Hartcliffe away. Um, and it was only, I think, first half was nil nil, second half, I think we went on and scored two or three. Um, I was. I played centre-back with Joe that game. Um, and it was just, the ball was like a magnet. You know, I won every header, won every single tackle. Um, and I think that was a game where I walked off thinking, you know what, I've had one hell of a game. Um, I'm not really one for kind of personal accolades. You know, I don't really walk off expected to be given like man of the match or anything like that. But just knowing that I don't think I could have done more, I yeah. was more than happy with. Um So, I think that was my best game in terms of best result. um, I mean, anything with a clean sheet is always going to help, right? (laughs) (laughs) Just because it means that, you know, I've uh, done my job. But I'd probably say, I mean, the weekend's game um, was probably a good one for me anyway. Um, I actually played Cutters Away, uh, it must have been November, December last year. we had a really strong team out, probably stronger than than what we had out did this weekend, and I don't know what it was, but we just couldn't get going. Um, it was probably like one of my first games for the reserves, as well, m- maybe my second, and the conditions were horrendous, windy, wet. Um, it was just right, long ball, after bag, long ball,
1: proper bad pitch as well. It, it was
0: it was Is Sunday it? League football at its finest, yeah. Um, and I don't think I've ha- I've had a worse game. And so, so, so then getting picked to play cutters again, I was I was nervous, but I, it it was good to play real football. It was good to have the team play together, keep the ball on the deck, and just outplay them. To be fair,
1: yeah, no, I I I'll tell you what, when we because obviously we finished our our game in the first, um, and, and saw the other results come in, and like I I saw a two 0 and a three 0 and I thought we've got we've actually gone and ruined it, like. Four one's a good result, but I'd take i take a I take a f I'd take a three 0 all day long over a four one, wouldn't you? Do you know what I mean? Like it's...
0: Yeah, I think a clean sheet really does a lot for the defenders and for the goalkeeper in just just in terms of confidence. Like going and scoring four, five, six feels great, but as soon as you concede that one, oh, I ruined um, it. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, I gave away a penalty on the weekend and you know, like five minutes to go. I was just like, oh man, like I've just ruined the whole game, you know, yeah. like they're about to score, to be fair. Um, and he routed the crossbar. And I <laughs> honestly just took a massive deep breath. I was like, thank God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, massively relieved. Yeah.
1: No, that's, uh, but it, you know, like probably one of the best weekends we've had at the club, to be fair. Like, all three teams winning. As I said, like, you know, only, only one goal conceded and. And all the, all the first team would tell you it was a goal that should never we should never be conceding a goal like that as well. So so to be fair... I think,
0: I think that's one of the things, isn't it, is you can be 3-4-0 up um, and that complacency can, can just kick in at the back a little bit because you're so eager to, to go and get the next goal. It's um, defensively you can switch off. And I think there was moments in the Resis game on Saturday where, you know, w- w- whether if it's due to the pace of the game or, you know, individual fitness, but... There were probably little spells where we were just a little bit ragged. Um, and, you know, we were comfortable. It was 3 a up, but actually it's just being able to stay switched on for, you know, 95 minutes, you know, anything that, that gets added on, just right onto that final whistle.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I was going to ask you, we, we, we've spoken about this before, but, but the... You've played under two to three different managers. I know I know Alex and Sibs are, are joint managers and you've got Hooper and, and Lewis obviously as the assistant in the reserves, but but like what's what's your relationship you know, what's your relationship been like within you know, how, how different are they? Or how different are all three managers really? Like do you do you have a particular relationship you like with any of the managers or you know, give me give me a lowdown on what how how different they all are?
0: Um, well, I'll start off with uh, Trutchy first because he's, he, uh, he's, he's the he's the newest guy in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's probably the, the the easiest. But I think for me, it's, again, having played for a number of clubs uh, like over the years, I think little things can actually go a long way. Um, now, I've never met Trutchy before in my entire life and the first time I saw him was, was at training. Um, but it's the fact that when I rocked up, he knew my name, he knew who, who I was, and every single time that I've come to training, He's always waiting there at the gate with a clipboard, and it's always a fist bump, and he's always he always acknowledges you, by, like by your name and asks you how you are. Now, to a lot of people, they'll think so what, but actually, those little details will do the world of wonders for the ones that hate like confidence. Um, as much as I would like to think that I can just motivate myself and I'm ready to go, I would very much say that I'm a confidence player, um, and just having those little little things just there in the background, I think. Um, People might not be so so open or forward to say it, but I think there's a lot of people in our club that just appreciate those little intimate details. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so that's kind of one for Trutchy. Um, Lou and Hooper, um, I mean, yeah, both great guys. Um, very different relationship with them, um, both. I think with Lewis is just you know, it's a lot of banter. And yeah, it's a lot he, of banter. he ain't a manager, really. <laughs> <is>. <laughs> I mean, do you know what it is? It's like he's still playing, right? So I see him more of a player than a than a manager because he's not often on the sidelines watching. Um, but I still has a but, but I still have a lot of respect for everything that he does and the, and the support that he gives Hooper. Um, but with Lewis, it's just it's friendly. It's a lot of banter, and I get along with Lou a lot. Yeah. Um, with Hooper, I think what I like about Hooper is. He can, he can just be very black and white. Um, and a lot of people probably don't like that about certain individuals, but me, I love it. You know, if I'm good, just tell me I'm good. And if I'm bad, just tell me I'm bad. Um, and I think Hooper knows he can be like that with me. Um, so anytime I've kind of pulled Hooper to one side and I've asked him, you know, for feedback on, on a particular game or, you know, whether I, you know, like how I fit into the fold of his team, He's never been afraid just to kind of give me a simple black and white answer. Um, but I prefer that just because at least I know where I stand and I know what you know what I've got to do. And I think one of the conversations I had with Lou and um Hooper probably beginning of this year was I think I had kind of lost my place in the rezies and I was probably falling down the pecking order a little bit at the Colts just behind Caleb and Joe. Um and I said to Hooper, like, look, like I know I've been a little bit inconsistent. Um but the other centre-backs are going to have a hard job keeping their place because I'm coming for it. Um, so I just need to know what your standards are, what your benchmark is. And then actually I've got that kind of goal and that target to aim for. Nice. Um, nice. And Hooper was very clear with what he wanted. Uh, he was very clear with everything that he said in terms of what he likes about me, what he dislikes and what he's looking to see. Um and I think when you've got those clear lines, you can you can never really go wrong. Or well, me anyway, because I ju- I just prefer that clarity. Um, and then finally, going on to Alex and Sean, again, both wonderful guys, both ve- very approachable. I think I've got very different relationships with them both. Um, Alex, I like I th- I I think he's such a good guy. Um, he he's one of those people that actually does put his heart into the team. Um, he doesn't really want to upset anyone and he doesn't really want to, I guess, do anyone wrong. So if he's got five subs, he will try and use five subs because he's very aware of of you know, calling players in and then yeah. not giving them yeah. um, which Which I respect because I don't think I would do the same. I would probably pick the team that I need to in order to get the result. And if that means three players don't come off the bench, they don't come off the bench. But I think Alex is very aware of that. Um I you think, that, lot...
1: you think that's beneficial for the Colts because of the level and because of like, you know, at the end of the day, the Colts are a benchmark to to go higher, aren't they? It's is to be like a feeder in it at times for the reserves and for and for first team, really.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think I I think whilst that might not always work for the first team or for the reserves, I think I think it's spot on for the Colts. Especially because week in, week out, we do sometimes have a bit of challenges with availability. Um, and I think if you have people in the team and you're not using them, they're probably going to be less reluctant to turn up the next week. Um, and again, I think, you know, in the Colts, I'm not saying we're unfitter than the rest of the team, but, you know, we play on a grass pitch. Um, and sometimes once it's been pouring with rain, it, you know, the impact of of a soft ground can can have on the legs. You do need like those fresh legs. So making five subs is sometimes the way to go. Um yeah. And again, if you're 3-4-0 up, there's nothing wrong with bringing those changes and just giving everyone a bit of game time. Because I think match fitness and, you know, doing running and training at – sorry, um, running and sprints at training is uh, two very different things. Yeah. No, I um, agree. D- different kind yeah. of fitness, isn't it, really? D- just yeah, things. yeah, very different. Um, But going back to Alex, I think what I like about him is he actually respects my views and my opinions. Um. There's been times when I've seen that team sheet and I've suggested other things to him. Um or there's been times when he's about to make a sub and I'll give him something else to think about. Um sometimes he'll ask for it and sometimes he won't and I'll just go <laughs> up and share my feelings. Yeah. Um and I, I think that's probably one of the benefits that I get as being a um loudmouth um center back is um I can just speak my mind and and Alex very much just 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 respects it. Um, but there's no obligation for him to listen, you know. And there's times when he has, and there's times when he hasn't. But I think the the um, I think a good trait of a good manager is someone that considers all options and then actually still goes with what he thinks is best. Um, and 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 I think Alex has shown that um, many times this season with some of the subs that he's made. Um, and then Sean, I think Sean's an interesting one. I like Sean. Great guy off the off the field. We we have um we have some good conversations but i still do think we are probably still trying to find each other out a little bit um if i'm allowed to say that um i think and again i could be completely wrong in this and i i, he I might could turn just... around and say what, what's he talking about yeah yeah and you know it is sean if you're gonna um listen to this right then then by all means don't be afraid to come and get me in a headlock um but i but i sometimes i i kind of look at sean and i think I get the impression he still probably doesn't know what I bring t- um, to the team. Now that could be way off. Um and and it could just be something that I've probably made up in my head. Um but I, I still very much think that me and Sean are still trying to figure out the dynamics of, of our relationship. Um, cuz ultimately he's a player manager. He probably plays a lot less than Lou. Um, but he he does still play so actually Yeah, but a lot more than enables- yeah, yeah yeah and I think being able to to see him as a player and then to see him as a manager is almost two different things I think a couple of weeks ago he was at like left back and we kind of you know we like we were losing 3-2 and we kind of got into it a little bit um but there's never any ill feelings and there's never any kind of hatred towards um what um one another I think he probably doesn't know what my strengths are and I probably don't know what his strengths are but I think that again it's down to me and him to work that out between us in terms of getting to know each other um i think because he lives in like newport he's not at training so we don't really get that time true, whereas yeah. i always see alex always that's talking true. to alex
1: yeah no that's that's that's, a, that's definitely a, a, a good thing and and i think i think when it comes to it as well like Sib, sibs would be one of the first to tell you like he he's also not I you know i, I can't He's a bit older than me, but I'm pretty sure he was basically a winger and a striker last year or the year before. Like that is somewhat of a natural position to him as high up the pit. So, as a manager, he's doing the right thing at times and filling in where the team need him. Yeah, but realistically, he's not a left back or a centre back. He's played centre back a few times this year as well. Not done a bad job, but it's you know it's not his position um
0: no I, I think a couple of weeks ago like in the first half he was just kind of sat back and reserved and then second half he was like bombing forward dribbling past players and i was like where's this come from <laughs> completely took me by surprise and he and he and he told me that like by trade he's like a number 10 stroke winger and i was like we definitely need to get you up the pitch then because like, why are you like left back yeah. <laughs> yeah and again you know he's got you know he's got good dribbling skills, he's got a good touch on him. So um
1: That's what I mean. As a manager, I think he sees the responsibility of like, right, the, the team need me in this position this week because we haven't yeah. got a left back. So so I'll fill it. Yeah. Um which which is obviously good. But then also it can you know, is it is it better off him going higher and then someone else sort of dropping in as a as a left back instead. Um but no it's interesting I mean I I ain't gonna lie like the the honesty you you've given on on all the managers I, I love how you've not said anything about Ron, which that's great. Keep it up.
0: <laughs> I um, mean, he gave away a penalty against me on, um, on a yeah. Saturday, which, <laughs> which I've not forgiven him for yet, but, uh, who knows? Maybe because it missed, I can, I can just oversee it. Yeah. That's a good point actually.
1: But, um, but no, mate, that's, um, that was a really good load then actually. Um, and the other thing is everybody else is going to have different opinions, aren't they? You know, I've, I've, yeah. spoken to, I've spoken to people where, you know, you, you mentioned about Hooper and, and him being black and white you love but I guarantee there's players out there that that want more info rather than just you know this is what you need to, you know what I mean like the black and white for some people it just won't suit everyone yeah that's you know managers that they'll know their players like some players you'll know that there's some players you'll need to to give a bit more of a of a lowdown and with you we can say during the games you like do more or or keep doing what you're doing sort of thing in it so um
0: yeah, and I think management is probably more about managing personalities than what it is about the footballing side. I think if you know how to treat a player as an individual in order to get the best out of them, the footballing side sometimes will just take care of itself.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, any advice, your end, for the club to continue to grow? Is there anything the club need to be doing you know you could mention like the youth teams and stuff because that's what we're obviously like trying to do as well but is there anything even on an adult level where do we need more staff member committee members do we need more do you know what i mean is there anything overall at the club which you think we could we could do better
0: or, or improve um i mean less fines would be a start <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I um Very no to, to bear, i mean I get the whole fines thing, right? And and it is a bit of a laugh. And I think if you see fines for what they are, it should really bring in good discipline. Um, you know, fines for kind of, you know, turning up late and not bringing your kit. I'm all for those. And I, I, and I think we actually spoke about this at training. Um, yeah. We've we, we
1: had arguments about this, Mike. Like, no, not us. Yeah, like,
0: no, but, but, <laughs> but the other people. Right? Um, and, you know, I think it depends on how you see a fine, you know, if it's going to instill good discipline they should always be there. Um, But then I think there's just that extra little layer where there's been chats in the group chat you know, over the past couple of weeks about runs and all the rest of it. And that then becomes a different story and it becomes more disruptive. Um, But no, keeping that to one side, because that was just meant to be a little joke. um, (laughs) In terms of, I mean, you know what it is, As, as I said before, if I knew how good the structure and how good the team was as a whole and how well run it was, I would have joined like five years ago. Um, and I honestly do mean that. So in terms of improvements, there's there's nothing really that I can add, to be fair, um, especially because I've, no, I've also not actually thought about how clubs are run. Um, I know it's a difficult job. I know everyone that's involved puts a lot of time, effort and money in, um, and I don't think there's one player at the club that thinks it's an easy job. Um, if I was going to make a suggestion, and again, this is just off the top of my head, I think we've got a lot of people signed on to the club, which is a really good position to be in. Um, But I think there are still times where we are still scraping together teams on the weekend during certain parts of the year. And I think, actually, do we need to be a little bit more wary of, I guess, quality in terms of, actually, are we going to sign on 10 people that can only play once a month or would we rather take four people that are there every week? Now, I suppose you're never really going to know that until after they've signed on and seeing what their availability is like. Um, but we had this at Fishbonds. Um, we had two teams um, and I think we had something like 65 players signed on. And there were times where we were still struggling to fill the bench. And I just think to myself, well, why are all these players signed on if, if, if we are struggling most weekends to get a team out? Um
1: uh, To give you a bit of give you a bit of context, I think on the app we're probably looking at maybe about eighty ish, and the, the app, people that are on the app are the committed ones. Yeah, they're the ones that yeah. you look at, and I think out of that eighty, at least 40, 50 should be available, and that still yeah. means there's thirty people that I think who are committed are still not available that weekend. Yeah, and in on our on the whole game system, I think we're hitting about one hundred and eight people signed on. That's insane. That's mad, isn't it? And and, and even, to put it into even more context, the first team when, when Matt and I were in charge, I think used, I want to say, 43 players the first half of the
0: season. Wow. See, that to me is... I don't really want to say a problem, but when you've but got... Is. I mean, you know, yeah, <laughs> think about it. If we've yeah. got 80 people on the app that UCS committed players, we should be having four teams. But then it just it just shows that we've got a lot of people, you know, injuries to one side, and I know a lot of people have family commitments, and we've got a lot of boys that might be away at university, um, which is, you know, it oh, yeah. it's just the way it is, right? But um, again, you know, eighty people signed on, and there's times where we're still trying to fill the bench from you know occasions. Um, it could just be a bit better, right?
1: Yeah, I I and I think I think, don't get me wrong you know, putting my manager's hat on if there were 40 players available every single week, then 40 wouldn't be wouldn't say drop, but they their place wouldn't be in jeopardy to the people that are available once in a blue moon. Do you know what I mean? Like like yeah give the the result of you being available every week is is you you're gonna get the game time. But yeah, yeah. You know, I don't think as you said, like even this weekend with three teams, three wins as well, which is great. I think the Colts only had about two, three subs, and that was pushing it. Do you know what I mean? Like that was like us. We had to get one or two more signed on last minute. One of the, one of the new players. There's a new player that's come back because um, he left. He left Bristol for Manchester last year, uh, so he signed on just in time because he's now moved back. So, you know, great. That's another body, but at the same time, is he going to be available every week? We, you know, we don't yeah. know until it happens. Do you know what I mean? So. I, I I completely agree and it's, it's probably yeah I fully agree I think it is the, probably the one downfall yeah. if you spoke to the managers about it I think they I they say exactly the same thing um, yeah, yeah
0: and I think we see it come in the group chat um, with how often we have to remind people just to do the app yeah. um, now you know people that want to play will just do the app straight away without even thinking about it because they know they're available and they well. really want to play yeah yeah, yeah. Um and people that are just a li- you know probably a little bit slower still almond and iron um you know I'm sure they've got something more important on which is again absolutely fine um but they're i suppose they're probably the ones that are not there every week
1: yeah i think i think the the managers and i know it's for a fact uh, uh saturdays like that's that's your football that's 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 your that's your that's, a you, that's your you time you can do stuff with people before and after football but yeah during 12, 12 to four o'clock, that's that's where you you put your boots on and you you get on with it. But every everyone's in a different boat, aren't they? You know, look at Lewis for example. Like every other week at the moment with his with his kids, so some things can't be helped. Um,
0: no, of course, and and I think you know jobs and family commitments will always play a massive part in people's availability, and you can never knock those people because if anything, more credit to him. That they're still making time to play football when they have bigger things that they need to take care of, um, but it's nice to kind of see people, you know, turn up and yeah, get some game time.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I've got, I've got one final question, um, and even though you said your experience is not having to go at your age or anything, but uh, <laughs> where, where do you see yourself in the next couple of years? Let's do like one, one, three, and five.
0: One, so, three, and five. Yeah. Okay. I mean, in the next year, I'm hoping I'm still playing football. Cool. Um, I think it would probably take a massive injury for me not to play. Um, I think I've always looked after myself kind of physically. Um Yeah. I don't think I I don't think my age is, is showing just yet. I keep a number, up. mate. It's just a number. Yeah, it's it's just a number. I'm in the gym like Monday to Friday. Um don't drink, don't smoke. So there's no reason why um why i shouldn't be playing next year in the next five years um again i would like to think that i'm still playing i would like to play up until i'm maybe 40 ish it depends if i'm still is that is that you
1: is that are you 40 and five years then is that where you're at is that
0: yeah i'm 35 now so i'm 40 in five years um we'll have a vet
1: team by then i'm sure
0: oh yeah i mean i'm sure (laughs) we'll have (laughs) a 40 year olds. um no i mean as i said you know like it would still be nice to play when i'm 40 um but by that time, we've probably got so many youngsters that can just run rings around me that you know getting picked would be a different story. Um, and what was the next one? One, five, and seven.
1: Well, no, one, three, and five. It was so you kind of skipped. Oh, it.
0: one, three, and five. Okay, so <laughs> one and three definitely play in. Um, for five, you know, what it is? I've never really thought about this until actually joining Wessex. Um, just seeing what I suppose what you and Matt were doing with the first team, seeing what Lou does with Hooper um, seeing what Alex and Sean do in terms of the Colts I've never really thought about managing and I I don't know if I've got the right
1: does it interest you does it interest you a bit
0: it does and it doesn't I think it does in the sense that I love that that tactical side I love the strategic side um I think I've got a long way to go in terms of having a bit more patience. <laughs> but again, I think, you know, just kind of being a centre-back, I'm just, you know, I'm I'm a very gobby individual. And I think with a lot of the younger people we have in the team and squad now and the younger people that will keep coming, um, it's probably not something that's going to work with everyone. And I think I have this conversation with James and Connor um, in the Colts almost every weekend where, you know, they like they think my communication is great, but they just reckon I need to tone it down by about 10, 20 percent. Which yeah. to be fair, I've never once told them that they're wrong because I do understand that sometimes it's um there's you know, it tips over a little bit and actually some, can... some
1: players love it and other players are like, I know what I'm doing, let me get on. Yeah,
0: that. yeah, yeah, exactly. And and they're not wrong in that. And I think that's more again, more on me, um, to be able to figure out who needs it and who doesn't. Um, but
1: that's I, think, why I don't I think, think it changes. could be a
0: manager
1: I think it does change when you're a manager like when you're like if you were to just be like right you're manager this weekend I think I think because you'll be overthinking like how to be on the touchdown and stuff I do think like you're I do think it changes like you're like, you, you don't you don't manage how you would play if you know what I mean like you wouldn't just be
0: exactly the same I mean I hope not but I'm a very competitive individual yeah, and so I don't know, I, you I know think- it's different. I've been there different. on the sidelines before, and um, you know I've been doing the line for hoops on you know for the rezies when I've when I've either been on the bench or not played, and I still struggle not to talk to the defense. I tell them to get off the pitch <laughs> and just just little little things. Yeah. But but for me, like a lot of people would would see doing the line as a bit of a chore, but I see it as still being involved in the game, and I, and I think that's the thing for me is I just I'm gonna,
1: I'm, gonna, not... I'm gonna clip that as well. That's two things. (laughs) Is you run in the line? Is is you? Is part of the team?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, but to be fair, it should be though, though, isn't it? It's it's like everything that that comes um, on that match day. You know, if you're on the bench, help each other out, do the line. You know, give give a bit of support. Um, If you're not picked and you're available on a Saturday, come and watch because I think those. You know, if if we're able to create. A um a consistent environment or atmosphere on the outside of the pitch where you know the players playing can benefit. Then it you know so with home ahead. advantage, yeah, home advantage would be immense,
1: and away and away advantage would end up being like a home advantage anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree. Um, can't lie, mate. I'm out of questions for you. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, we'll, we'll we'll stop it there. But that that was a I really enjoyed that one, mate. To be fair, um, lots of lots of insight into. You know, as as I said at the start, you, you're kind of an outsider in, in in your first year here. But the way you talk about the club and yourself, it, it feels like you've been. I, I feel like I've known you for way more than six months. Put it that way. Do you know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, and you know, it is. Uh, you know, and I think me and you have have had so much conversations and chit chat like at training and even offline. Um, yeah. I never envisioned that I would just kind of speak to someone. You know, this quickly just you know personally just on, on the outside but again I think for me it comes back down to it's a reflection on the club everyone is is welcoming and heartwarming and everyone just lends an ear where actually I could say anything to anyone and I don't think that's one would um ever turn me away yeah no 100%. one question for you oh, before you before you leave then <laughs> <out of work>. <laughs> <laughs> well we're just gonna flip the script um your your impressions of me um, into the club um, as an individual and then from what you've seen playing-wise? Because you, you asked me um, earlier yeah. on what you think I bring to the table. So what do you think I bring to the table?
1: Um, well, every, everything you you stated earlier, I, I agree with. You know, the communis- communication, the leadership, stuff like that. Um, I think we miss players like you at the club. Um, that's my honest opinion on it I think we need more of you um technically we'll talk differently
0: <laughs> technically <laughs> I need to start training with the youth team <laughs>
1: <laughs> um but no on a real like like there's not many characters like you at, at grassroots level um and I think you're, you're you know you're not ego based or anything like that you you just you're there to do a job if you know what I mean and you you try and do the job to the best of your ability. Um, James Nona, workhorse. Yeah, yeah, but but like on a real, I don't think enough. I don't think we have enough at the club. You know, whichever team you're playing, and you could say there's two teams without a player like you in it, um, to an extent. So so yeah, I, I think we we lack the, the the character and the type of player you are. Um, as I said, you know, I've known you for six months, but the fact that we we talk so much. We, we we don't play in the same team. I've not managed you this season, you know. When I was the first team manager, but I'm this close to someone that's you know that that's been playing for the reserves and uh, and Colts. So again, it just shows sort of the type of person you are, how open you are to talk to. And I mate, I refereed that game. Uh, I think it might have even been is it old,
0: old Georgians? Yeah, um, over at Hanham uh, Common. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was it.
1: And and it wasn't great that game. Yeah. You didn't have a great game. Um, no nobody had a great game. It was a pretty it was a pretty poor day out. But I and there was a couple of moaners on the pitch. I think you was, you know, even though you were you were making your own mistakes at times and still trying to talk to other people, there were some people that were kind of turning around and just being like, just focus on you at the moment because you know, we're all making mistakes here, let's just focus on our own game. Um but like you carried on and I, and I I quite like that because just because it's not working for you doesn't mean you should change. Like, you know, you're not going to just stop talking to people because it's not working. You're still going to do what you, you know what to do. Yeah. It's just not working for that game. Um, and you know, a couple of months later you're, you're, you're back in the reserves getting a clean sheet. So, so yeah, as I said, it's, it's for you. I think I, I've absolutely loved Avenue at the club. Um, I know the managers have and, and you know we had a joke earlier didn't we about you maybe not being oh what's the word you're not a manager's pet let's say you know when it's not going wrong you're going to say it uh, yeah but but again like why not Do you know what I mean it's not it's not like you hold a, a grudge against anyone you, you just say it how it is and some people are going to like it some people aren't um, yeah so yeah I think
0: that I think the thing is 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 you know we like everyone is going to make a mistake right you know whether we're talking players you know like some of the youth people who you're now training right all the way up to Trutchy um and they said and I guess it's how open you are to any sort of feedback cool. um yeah. but I've always been you know and again I said to Hooper on the weekend um after you know we stayed behind for a drink and I left and I said look like if there's anything that I could have done better just let me know because even though we won 3-0 and even though we kept a clean sheet I know that in any game there's always going to be moments where you can still make little improvements and I had Steph on the sidelines even though he wasn't playing he was still talking to me and still correcting little um, errors in terms of my positioning and anticipation but I appreciate that um, because I just always think actually you should never stop learning.
1: Yeah, like it sounds sounds boring and it sounds like you're not ever going to be happy but you always want to you ne- yeah you're never really you're never satisfied are you you always wanna yeah. do more like I'll celebrate when we've won the league because that's where all the efforts have gone through the season, but if you, yeah, a, if you haven't won a cup or a trophy, you ain't doing enough, so get on with it um so yeah i i i back it mate to be fair um but yeah stop asking me questions and uh <laughs> i'm I'm gonna end it there all right but absolutely, awesome. mate um and we haven't got training Tuesday, but I'm sure I'll see you uh I'll see you on Saturday, all right? Yeah, you'll do. Nice one, mate. We'll see you in a bit all right.
0: All right, cheers.